Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello and welcome to the Relationship Guy first show of 2022. Uh, You'll have to bear with me today because I'm struggling with my throat a little bit. Um, But I wanted to make a show today as we move into the new year um, around the thing that can be quite a common issue with just being going through the festive season and spending time with partners that uh, may not necessarily be the most healthy of relationships. But we find it very difficult to admit the fact that we might not be in the best relationships possible. Um, I know from speaking to divorce coaches and solicitors that January is quite a common time where people decide to separate where they realize that being with somebody uh, isn't the right thing for them to do and that they're going to start off the new year after spending maybe the last couple of weeks with somebody moving on from that space Uh, but there are a lot of couples that may stick together and we can use lots of different reasons Um, and lots of different tactics in order to stay in those relationships. People stick together even though they are unhappy. They might use the reason that they've got uh, children or that it's just going to be too inconvenient, that they don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, There's all kinds of different reasons why people in long-term relationships or actually in some cases not so long-term relationships, hang on in there. And there's things I've talked about before, about choosing the types of relationships that you're used to, uh, based on your kind of relationship patterns, beliefs and styles. The problem with staying in an unhappy relationship, though, is that it can take its toll on your physical, emotional and mental health, And it also prevents you or that other person being able to find the right relationship for them and creating a happier life. So when it comes to faking a happiness within a relationship or choosing to stay in a relationship actually that might not be that good for you, then we use various techniques in order to distract us and stop us facing up to the fact that this relationship might not be the right thing for us. And in this podcast today, I'm going to talk about 10 reasons that we use within our minds and uh, as excuses or reasons to stay in relationships when actually um, they're not the best place for us to be. So if you notice perhaps that you do one or several of these things in order to maintain your space in that relationship that you're in at the moment, maybe you've done this in the past. Uh, and you want to be able to understand these a little bit better, um, then we're going to talk about those now. So the first one I want to talk about is a constructive escapism 
or an avoidance. Um, this occurs when we transform our unhappiness or distress into a productive or creative outlet that feels safer and more appropriate. So this would be something like uh, going to the gym, uh, spending a lot more time on your hobbies, working a lot more, losing yourself in something that means that you don't have um, to look at the state of your relationship, masking the state of the relationship that you're in. You're not addressing the root cause to solve the problem. And all those these activities are not a problem in their own right. If you're using it to cover up the state of your relationship, then it will be an avoidant tactic in order to make sure that you don't have to look at any of the real issues. Intellectualization is a common behavior to suppress feelings and expressions uh, and embrace it, replace them with something of an intellect way of looking at things. So we use intellectualization unconsciously to remove all emotions regarding to our own happiness and focus instead on what you could call quantitative facts. And this keeps us in an emotionally safer and happier space. We go into what's called an ego defense, especially um, if we are raised not to express our feelings. Uh, but behind what we're trying to do is actually someone that is completely unable to process their unhappy, uh, painful and distressing emotions. And this can lead to you not being on the same wavelength as each other because one of you is trying to express emotionally or one of you is trying to intellectualise uh, or maybe you're both trying to intellectualise so therefore you don't ever get to, to the crux of the real problem. Um, this can lead to irritation, someone feeling lonely when you don't feel like you're heard, uh, you might feel you're ignored or dismissed. Um, because you're just purely pushing intellectual facts about what's going on in your relationship and in your life, rather than actually touching on and understanding what the other person might be going through, or actually even understanding what you're going through. So how you react could feel condescending. Uh, you could be perceived as cold, uncaring, lacking empathy, um, and just basically someone that's hard to reach emotionally. And you may be with someone else in your relationship who intellectualizes that makes you feel a certain way. This follows on to rationalizing or excuse making. So we can use rationalization, justifications or any external excuses can, to continue uh, giving off this idea that we're happy in our relationship and to unconsciously avoid our unhappy feelings that are the real ones that we are experiencing. And these strategies help us to minimise our emotions. Distressing, uh, difficult emotions are hard for us to sit with. And so we'll use something else in order to create uh, an avoidance of these. So think of how you might feel um, within your relationship. Maybe there is some guilt, shame, uh, embarrassment about the state of your relationship. 
uh, or the or your role in creating this state that's going on in your relationship at the moment. When we look for external reasons to rationalise or justify our situation, we just end up bypassing the real problems. We could use these to save face, preventing us from taking any personal responsibility or solving the difficulties in the relationship. Projection. This is something that is often used when we want to get again away from difficult feelings that may overwhelm us. And so we can remain in this denial space, um, this fake space that we've created for ourselves where we are just trying to convince ourselves that we can stay in the relationship that we're in. So we may subconsciously focus on unhappiness in others instead of looking at ourselves Projection allows us to um, locate what we perceive as really unhappy people or really unhappy situations in others. And that enables us to switch our focus onto someone else's troubles. Um, So you're able to kind of keep your level of unhappiness um, at arm's length because their problems are worse than yours. Um, That they've got a problem and you don't have a problem. And compared to your problems, yours are not really problems at all. Um, But actually, you're just using projection in order to avoid how you're really feeling and what's going on for you. I mentioned denial just now. And and denial is a great avoidance strategy. We can pretend to be happy in our relationship when we're not. This can come down to what we want other people to see um, especially when it comes to sort your social media or your Facebook life as I like to call it and again denial helps you to avoid how you're really feeling uh, subconsciously refusing to accept the reality of your situation so by seeing how unhappy other people are You can compare yourself and think actually you're not doing too badly, but actually your relationship is a bit rubbish. Your mind is blocking out what you don't want to accept. And so you again feel protected from the emotional impacts. We could seek external validation. We all like to be validated, especially if we find it difficult to validate ourselves. So you may be seeking validation from others, um, that you're okay, um, because you don't feel okay within yourself, and you don't feel okay within your relationship. This could be with anybody, family, friends, and sometimes even strangers. We want someone to alleviate our fears of how attractive or intelligent we are, are we interesting enough? Because we may not feel this enough within our relationship and we may not feel this enough within ourselves. And the ultimate kind of validation is having some kind of emotional or sexual affair. You're seeking out something to make you feel better because you're not being validated within your relationship. You could break connection with your partner. So has the whole kind of romance, flirting, touching, wanting to be around each other 
disappeared within your relationship? Are you creating a distance or is your partner creating a distance from you? Perhaps they create physical ailments so they don't have to come too close in a bid to avoid any kind of physical intimacy. You've obviously heard the not tonight darling I got a headache line um, and that's been known to be a reason to get out of having any physical intimacy. Um, and we can use these types of things if we struggle to be close to someone in order to avoid that connection that is created through physical intimacy. Perhaps there's been uh, more of a heavy investment in the family, in your children, to avoid being uh, alone with your partner and having that alone time. Making excuses like, um, we don't really want to go away together because you don't want to leave the children. Or what are we going to do with the children? Or we can't get a babysitter. And just coming up with any kind of excuse possible to avoid being alone with your partner at any time. You could find that the person that you're with or perhaps even yourself avoids uh, date nights or alone time. Uh, making sure perhaps that you only spend time with other friends or family. That they are not following through with evenings that you are uh, of arranging with each other. Does the partner that you have or do you initiate conflict within your relationship by creating conflict we have a tendency to create distance and that again reduces the chance of intimacy uh, by making an atmosphere that is more disconnecting is there an instance perhaps that they are frequently expressing resentment blame or being critical towards you um, we all know that these are particularly unattractive behaviors but they are very um, successful in keeping partners away from us, keeping intimacy to a minimum. But it's also a sign that actually there is unhappiness within the relationship that isn't being addressed. Especially when resentment is built, it's generally things have gone too far at that point. Or they've gone quite a long way. Um, and there are resentments in the relationship that are not being spoken about. All of these things break down connection in a relationship. Disassociation. This can cause a lot of stress in relationships because, again, it disconnects people from their true thoughts and their true feelings and over time creates a lot of problems within a relationship. We use disassociation to move away from our upsetting or distressing feelings because we just can't deal with them in that moment. It subconsciously allows us to avoid the difficult emotions as we escape or distance ourselves from the overwhelming feelings such as perhaps shame, self-hatred, humiliation, embarrassment that we might be feeling around the difficulties in our relationship at that moment. Is there a struggle to be attentive or present within yourself or with the others in this relationship? Can the person that you're with seem cut off? 
Or do they engage in numbing behaviours, avoiding behaviours such as alcohol, drug taking, spending a lot of time on their gaming systems? Anything that can be seen as a form of escape from the unhappiness of the relationship. These unconscious strategies to avoid what we need to emotionally bypass is our own level of unhappiness. Feeling painful, lonely and confusing and although some of these problems will originate within your relationship, it is important to address the unhappiness within yourself as well. We often bring our own unprocessed feelings into a relationship, as well as our own expectations. And then we react to these types of things when these are not met, setting ourselves up for a fall, causing ourselves quite a lot of emotional turmoil. Creating an alternate reality or kidding ourselves. When we do this, we are unconsciously behaving in the opposite way to how we really feel. So for instance, we might make obvious statements of happiness to mask our real feelings of unhappiness. Without our awareness, we can actually defend against our unhappiness and create a moment of fantasy where we remove ourselves from how we're really feeling. Again, social media becomes a powerful tool for pretending to be happy when actually you're not. We see this when people put out happy couple photographs, um, say things about their partners that you probably know aren't true. They might celebrate the best year of their lives with the best person they've ever been with, but actually you really know what's going on at a deeper level within that relationship but we're portraying something which we want the world to see. But also convinces ourselves that perhaps our unhappiness isn't as bad as what it really is, or actually that it just doesn't exist. We're struggling to face up to the difficult and upsetting reality about the relationships being in real trouble. And compartmentalising. This is used as a defence mechanism to subconsciously and sometimes consciously separate your life into categories, into boxes, move it into separate parts of your brain to protect yourself from your unhappy or conflicting emotions, pushing them as far away from the surface as you possibly can because you're not able to show your distressed emotions, or manage or self-soothe when you're feeling these difficulties. Locking your emotions away so you can just carry on with everyday life without actually looking at the problems that you've got. And this is not a great strategy for dealing with your unhappiness. It can only hold your unhappy state at bay for so long and may lead to other forms of expressing the difficulties and the distressing emotions that you are actually experiencing. Again, it could be something like an affair, substance misuse. You could even find that you have higher levels of stress, anxiety, depression, or other areas of declining mental, physical, or emotional health. And we have no idea that by compartmentalizing things, um, we are contributing to those expressions in another way. 
These are a list of 10 things that we can do in order to avoid our relationship reality. But there are obviously things that you can do in order to address them. First of all, bring them into your awareness. So have a real think about whether you actually have done these things or they might be going on into your relationship at the moment. What is it you're trying to avoid? What's stopping you from addressing the issues in this relationship? And maybe moving on to find a better one for yourself. What's going on with the relationship you have with yourself that's allowing you to stay in a relationship that's not serving you a positive purpose? And by doing these things, what is your end goal? Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.